This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you haven't followed the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strictly Anonymous. I think I'm still on Facebook. I don't really go there. So if you want to be on the show, you could either go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. All of that information is in the description. I also have a confessions hotline that you could call. 247-347-420-3579 to leave your confession there. Those are becoming episodes. I change all the voices over there as well. They are all aired on my Patreon. Now, my Patreon is a really great place to sign up for, for just $5 a month. If you join my Patreon, you hear all the anonymous confessions that come in to my show. Plus, you get all of my episodes early and ad-free. Plus, you see all of the anonymous pics of all of my female guests, and most of them are effing hot, okay? So you could see those all over there. Plus, the best thing about my Patreon right now is you get access to my private Discord. There are over 2,000 people on there now. They have Titty Tuesdays going on there. They have all kinds of X-rated stuff. I don't get involved with my Discord. It's more of a community uh, for my listeners to get involved with each other, and they do. People are hooking up on there, okay? I get emails about it all the time. You could post whatever you want on there. You have to go through my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Like I said, it's only $5 a month, and you could cancel it any time, and then you could come back at any time. I don't care. People do it all the time. It's totally cool with me. Okay, so listen, today is a confessions episode. All of these confessions have some aspect of guys being into watching their partner fuck other people. <laughs> it's a it, There's definitely a variety of stories here, okay? But they're all within that realm so if that's like your kink which it happens to be a lot of people's kink you're gonna dig these confessions they all have some aspect of hot wifing cucking being turned on by your partner being with other people or being with other people while the partner watches that kind of a thing 
Okay. Each one though is very different. (laughs) I give my two cents after every confession and wind up confessing to a lot of things myself. Okay. So not only I feel like on this episode, are you going to get these confessions from all these anonymous people who have called into my show? There's a bunch of them on here. You're also going to get some confessions of me. You're going to get my two cents. You're going to get a lot of other interesting information besides listening to the interesting uh, confessions. We start off with a guy who was super excited when he found out his girl had a really large quote unquote body count. Okay. He's into the fact that his girl fucked a lot of guys. He told her she was into it. And now they're about to start up uh, a whole thing where she's going to actually fuck guys. And that leads into a whole conversation about how there are so many guys out there that like these types of things, right? Another episode is a guy whose girl cheated on him and gave a blowjob and showed up with a mouthful of calm, I think he said. <laughs> it's a funny one. And he was really into it. And the fact is, a lot of guys are into the fact that their girl cheated on them. Sometimes they realize it when it happens. Sometimes they know ahead of time. I talk about an experience of someone cheating on me and what happened afterwards. That's my confession during this episode. And then there is a guy who calls in who's super hardcore. Okay, it's a long confession. Him and his girl have done it all. Glory holes, threesomes, foursomes, bisexual sex from the both of them. They went to a nude beach. It's pretty hardcore. I talk about how I feel about glory holes a lot on after that confession, which I think you'll find interesting, as well as my experience going to the nude beach with a boyfriend of mine. That's my confession after that one. You also hear from a guy who had a very interesting relationship with a really interesting woman after he got out of prison, okay? This guy, I wound up having him on as a guest and you get his whole long story. You're gonna get, this is a long confession that you're gonna hear here and it's super interesting. I mean, you are not gonna believe it. Every other sentence that comes out of his mouth and as it goes on, it's just gonna get crazier and crazier. So when I heard that confession, I did get him on and I got his whole episode. His episode is number, I forget what his episode number is, but I'm gonna put it in the description. So after you hear his confession, I think you're gonna wanna listen to his long story if you do. The number of his episode, I promise, will be in the description. Like I said, his his confession is pretty juicy. <laughs> There's a lot to it. And I go uh, on about that one for sure. I have a lot to say about his confession. There's a lot of humiliation involved. And I did once do a jizz quiz where I went around and asked guys if they like to jizz on girls' faces. And I talk about how I feel about that. (laughs) Then comes the Jehovah Witness who is cheating on his wife with couples. We talk about that. We talk about cucks and hot wives and all that kind of things. I've had a bunch of Jehovah's Witness witnesses on my show. This is another one who's living in a crazy life on the down low behind the church. And then there was another guy, the last episode, where we get a true cock and hot wife on. I mean, this guy is a very true cock. He likes having a small penis. I think he tattooed it on himself. And his girl is really into other guys. And he's into other guys as well. And he lets her go off and fuck guys when he's not into it. And we talk a lot about that kind of relationship, or at least I do after. I mean, after he lives, leaves his confession of all the naughty things that him and his girl have done. <laughs> I talk about the true cocks and solo play in the lifestyle because they do solo play, and I talk about that. I think you're going to enjoy this episode. I think it's super interesting. Every confession is pretty hardcore and fascinating, And then I think my commentary adds to it. I have so many confessions already taped. I have them on every topic out there. (laughs) So I think I'm going to start posting these more often. You're definitely going to enjoy it. It's super interesting. I said interesting a million times on this episode, but anyway, on this intro. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with a bunch of anonymous confessions. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. 
Hi, so my confession is that my partner of three years, before we started dating, she's been around. In her words, she commonly calls herself a whore. When we first started dating, she told me she's had sex with 38 people. I won't say her age, but like we are a little, we're younger. And when she told me her body count, it turned me on immensely. And she would tell me all these stories of how I would piece together stories and find out, not find out, but it was pretty apparent that she was sort of the group hoe. Like she would have sex with all of her boyfriend's friends. And that sort of led one thing to another where I started having fantasies of my girlfriend fucking other people, like getting fucked by as many people as possible and just being a huge slut and even like racking up her body count as high as possible. <laughs> and I realized at first I thought I was maybe I'm a cuck or something like that. But then I like looked into what cuckolding actually is and realized that that's 100% not what I'm into that I'm, I guess what they call a stag. There's no humiliation or, or shame involved it's fully just my i think my girlfriend's so sexy and everything i told her these fantasies and she it turned out that she has the same fantasies that she loves the idea of being quote unquote daddy's little whore those discussions and conversations and dirty talk about those fantasies led to some really fiery sex and different scenarios in our heads and so she essentially gave me the green light that if I want to organize random people to just go over and fuck her, that I could do that. Yeah, that's my story. That is his story, but it happens to be a lot of guys' stories. And if you're shocked by that, so was I. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was the chick that always had a lot of guy friends, and we always talked openly about sex, and they all told me a lot of shit that they didn't tell anyone else. But not one of my guy friends ever copped to wanting to see their girl get fucked by tons of guys. Not one guy was like, oh, I want a girl with a huge body count. Oh, my God, the way he said body count. <laughs> Would they ever say that about a guy? I mean, please, I don't know. I don't know, it's a little weird. But anyway, the, the truth is, though, that this is like some weird hot fantasy that a lot of guys have, and weird is probably not the right word, but you would never think of that as a girl. If a guy asks you the question like, how many guys have you fucked, a.k.a. what's your body count, most likely a girl's going to lie and say something really low, <laughs> even if it's high. <laughs> Unless you're me and you just are straight up honest. I don't know. Most girls are like, oh my God, if I tell him I fucked a lot of guys, he's not going to be turned on. Turns out there's a lot of guys that would be turned on. I have been asked in the past by guys like, oh, is that guy's dick bigger than mine and I was always like no way but now I think back and I wonder were they asking me because they wanted me to say yeah their dick was bigger than yours and that was the fucking turn on because sometimes those kinds of questions the guy is looking for the exact opposite answer than you think he wants as a girl I think some guys that are asking you about sex with your other boyfriends or sniffing around about how many guys you fucked they're like this guy they want to know you did it with a lot of guys or you want to they want to see you as a horde like this guy. That's just the way it goes down. And like I said, I was shocked in the beginning when I started doing my show that I realized that this was what guys were into because none of my guy friends ever copped to it. And turns out lots of guys are into this. Maybe your guy's into this. Maybe you're a guy and you're listening to this and you're into this, but you're not telling anyone. Just be open about it, I think, with your partner. Look what happened with them. You know, who I forget who was first. She told him the body count, and then he got turned on and told her he was turned on by it. And then she said she was turned on by it. And then they started fantasizing about it. And then they had the best sex ever. And now they're like ready to set it up. That's what can happen when you put your shit out there. I know the most horrifying thing is putting your shit out there and someone saying, ew. <laughs> Right. I mean, isn't that why we don't tell other people what we're really into? Because we're so afraid they'd be like, oh, my God, that's fucking gross. Or you're gross or you're a slut or you're a whore. Or, you're, you're a pig. These are words that people use. And that's like our biggest fear. And I think that's what stops a lot of people from being super honest about what their kinks really are. But I would say put it out there because if you do 
there's a chance your partner might be into it too. And then it could lead to all kinds of things. A lot of people on my show that are swingers now and have open relationships, it all started with them copping to things that they were into. It was just a conversation. Then it was a fantasy and then it became real life. Now, sometimes that doesn't happen in two weeks. Sometimes it's two years. Sometimes it is two weeks. You never know, but it can't hurt to put it out there. That's what I think. But I would say body count, quote unquote, might hurt if you put it out there because there are still are some dinosaurs out there. Like some guys, if you told them your body count was too high, that might be like, oh, wow, like you are not wifey material. <laughs> so you might still want to lie about that. Or I don't know, make sure your guy is really into that and he wants you to have a high body count before you cop to the fact that you fucked a lot of guys if you did. Okay, because... <laughs> I think there's, there's still more guys out there that want your body count to be like five as opposed to 50. So that's just my little tidbit. Um, so anyway, on to the next confession. This is Eddie. I thought I'd relay my latest confession to you. Anyway, I was supposed to take Amy to breakfast here months or so ago, and I called her and she said, I'm real busy. I've got something going on. That's usually not like her. She was supposed to meet me after lunch. Anyway, I called her, and she was still running late, and I just had a weird feeling. Anyway, she finally hooked up with me, and I asked her, I said, I have a feeling you were up to, to no good because I already know her. Anyway, she confessed to me, to make a long story short, she had been seeing this other guy, just a friend, wound up giving him a blowjob in his pickup. After she told me that, we started kissing passionately, and it just turned both of us on, me knowing that she had just sucked his dick. And I could smell, still kind of smell of a cock. Anyway, went, we went back and had wild sex and set up another date where Gary met her again. And this time I was around the corner. She came right to me, kissed me passionately with a mouth full of hot cum. It was unbelievable. We went back to the room and had the greatest fuck I've ever had in my life. Just that hot cum in her mouth. Anyway, we'll get back with you soon. Thank you, Cassie Kate. Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Oh my God, <laughs> the mouthful of hot cum. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, where's the uh, conversation about why did you fucking just cheat on me? <laughs> no, I don't know. Went straight to she's cheating on me to I'm turned on by it. Listen, this does happen. I've heard it before. A lot of times somebody does find out that their partner is cheating on them and then they realize, oh, they're like really turned on by it. And that's like a thing. And then it becomes like a super hot thing. And I think it's okay, right? Like you turn that jealousy into a turn on. It's better than being jealous and pissed off, right? I guess. I don't know. I do remember though, once I had a boyfriend who totally cheated on me and I knew that he did because I could smell her pussy on his dick. Like he didn't even take a shower. And when I found out that it was really true and he really told me that he did, we had sex right after. Like I dumped him and I always thought, oh, I fooled around with him because I wanted to be the, the last pussy that he was in. I wanted to reclaim him back to be mine. But the sex was like really hot. And I've come to realize like maybe I have that kink. Like maybe I do get turned on by those kinds of scenarios because in that scenario here was a boyfriend that like just fucked another girl and 
before I dumped him or like right after, I still had to fuck him before I got mad and left his house and didn't talk to him for a week. I did wind up going back to him like a loser. <laughs> but uh, right at that moment, I did have the desire to fuck him. I always thought it was because I wanted to reclaim him and make him mine because he fucked another girl. But there was something hot about that sexual experience right after he had cheated on me. So maybe I'm more like this guy. <laughs> Then I want to admit, I don't know, like if you found out your girl was just like blown another guy, would you love for her to come home and make out with you? Let me know in the comments if you're on YouTube. It's always interesting for me to know. So anyway, next confession. Hi, Kathy. My name is James. Big fan of your podcast. Me and my wife have been swinging for a number of years and I'm, in co and I'm heavy into S&M. I'm into cock soundings and it's a form of medical play and my wife got me into guys we like swinging with young guys she loves young guys and i do too as a cuckold i suck cock and get them hard and she fucks them and we've had all encounters with about three or four relatively young guys anywhere from 17 18 19 20 we enjoy it very much we're on Alt.com. Sometimes we just go to some clubs, and there's a couple house parties that are kind of wild that a friend of mine has. The, the girl that I know that had these house parties, my wife had me go down on her husband in front of this girl, and I like him kind of a exhibitionist. So after that happened, we got to do a couple more. She brought some other guys over. I did a circle suck where I did five guys in a row. The guys who, there's one guy who my wife sees, and she uh, came out to the car. I went to pick her up, and when she got in the car, she pulled out a condom, and she made me lean my head back, and she dumped the condom into my mouth. We also go to glory holes, and my wife likes to see me. Well, we both take turns sucking guys off at the glory hall, but she really likes seeing me. Now, we went there one Saturday and spent about, I don't know, hours there, and I did about at least four guys. My wife and I are, along that we are into young guys, we're also into black guys. I really enjoy watching her with black guys, and in our scenarios, I usually suck them, get them hard, and then I like watching her get fucked most of the time. We also have one girl in the neighborhood. She's probably about 19 or 20, very, very beautiful. And my wife, on several occasions, hit on her. I came home one day, and she seemed very happy. And I said, why don't she told me that she had gotten her finally Chatter over and they were started out having coffee together and then start having a couple glasses of wine. And the girl, she took her upstairs and she said, oh, I got a new bathing suit that I want you to take a look at. And my wife stripped down and the girl, she's kind of turned on. One thing led to another. She went down on her and eventually she, she got in a 69 with her. And through the a time when I got introduced to her, my wife likes to watch me fuck her. Sometimes we set up a couple movie cameras so we could look back at the action. But the girl's always willing to, you know, do anything we want, whenever we want. My wife even thinks that she wants to take her over to her other girlfriend's house. That's not close by because she knows that the, the girl is definitely likes women too, and to see if we get something going with them. But basically, that's for right now, that's kind of my story. Uh, I forgot to say, uh, I live uh, in an area not too far away from me is a uh, nude beach. I hooked up with a lot of people at the nude beach. There's a regular part that you went to, regular, I call vanilla people. Then down a little bit further, there's an area that was some swingers that, and then down to the floors, and it was 
mostly to uh, gays, men, women, and there was a bathhouse and a bathroom, and there was a lot of action going in there. The first time I went there, I was walking down this path, and there's a one guy was giving this other guy a blowjob on the path. I stopped. I kind of started talking to the guy, and the guy giving one guy a blowjob. He said, oh, this is getting too too busy, and he t- took off, and so the guy standing there with a heart on. I couldn't resist, so I just bent over and uh, started sucking his cough until it got to a point that he came, and I took it, and I swallowed his load. He wanted to, he lived not too far away. I walked out to the parking lot, and we went back to his place. He wanted to fuck me, so he had a full-time living guy, and uh, it ended up, they both took turns fucking me that, that day, and I saw the guy for a while. Both him and his boyfriend. That went on for a while. They took me to some bars and things that they knew, and kind of one thing snowballed. We got involved with some other people. With my wife, when we were swinging, she swings on her own, and I swung on my own. Sometimes she went out with different people, and I went out with different people. We kind of had an open relationship. Okay, this guy is like super hardcore and I have someone that edits these confessions for me and I I would have told him to make his voice sound better. I don't know, his voice is so unappealing. And it's not his real voice, right? Because we changed the voices. So maybe his regular voice was more appealing than this one. Oh my God, it sounds kind of really bad, right? But besides his bad voice, (laughs) his girl is very hardcore. She's obviously a woman who is very into guy and guy action. There's a lot of girls that are. Besides gangbangs and lesbian porn, a lot of women like to watch gay porn. That's an interesting fact that I learned. That's a thing. She's obviously into it, this guy's wife, because she like sends him to the glory hole and makes her suck dick. (laughs) Glory holes are so interesting to me. There was like maybe two weeks in my life where I watched glory hole porn and I was super into it. And I was like, I could totally get into the glory hole because it's like just the part that you want from a guy with none of the other hairy mess to go along with it. Do you know what I mean? No face, no, no breath, no hair, no nothing, just the dick. <laughs> I don't know. I, and I don't know if it was, I was just into glory holes for the two weeks or I think I could sometimes get into anything for two weeks. Can't you? I mean, there's just so much porn out there. That's what I'm talking about. Like when it comes to porn, <laughs> sometimes you stumble across something and you're like, oh, like it kind of turns you on and it turns you on for two weeks and you just consume it all the time. And then you're like done with it. That's the way I roll. So <laughs> I'm not into the glory hole thing anymore, but I was for one time and I could see the appeal. But this lady is really into seeing her guy do all kinds of things with guys. I mean, they are very hardcore. The other thing I wanted to talk about because they did go to a nude beach. Shit does go down there. Okay. I went to a new beach. It was one of my most jealous boyfriends. That was what he wanted to do. He was like the most jealous guy I ever dated. And he also wanted to bring me to a nude beach and have me prance around naked in front of people. (laughs) And then he'd get jealous. Oh, are you looking at that guy? And are you looking at that guy? And I wanted to be like, no, I'm looking at all the girls' nipples that are walking by. Like I never knew they came in all different shapes and sizes and colors. I was just like more fascinated by seeing how different people looked when they were naked. But there was definitely a turn on to being out in public naked. I'm sorry. If you haven't done it, try it. I think we all have a little bit of an exhibitionist in us, or maybe I just do. I don't know. But I was hot for it, okay? There was something hot about being totally naked. And so while you're there and the sun is on you and you're naked and your guy is next to you or your partner is next to you, you get horny and you wind up fooling around. And it's easy to fool around on a nude beach, even in front of a million people, because there's stuff you could do. He would definitely finger me and got me off. And we, and then another time we did walk away and found like a secluded place and fucked it because there's no clothes involved. So it's pretty easy to have some action <laughs> on the nude beach. But The nude beach is like a world. We would meet people there and people would invite us on their nudie vacations and their nudie cruises. And I was like, listen, I quit brownies when I was little. I'm not interested in being a part of any group, not a nudie group, not brownies, not Girl Scouts, not fucking anything. I don't like to be involved in a group. I'm a solo person. Okay. So I just never really took it that far. He wanted to meet up with these people, but we never did because I was like, no, thanks. I don't want to get fully immersed in this world, but it was a great 
interesting experience. The funniest thing that happened to us on the new beach that was a funny, <laughs> these are like my confessions. You can hear someone else's confession, then you hear my confession is, we're at the nude beach and there was this like really hot girl and she was laying down right in front of us. And so we walked down to go to the beach and then as we're walking back, he does a turnaround to check her out because we're walking there and you could see that her legs are spread and he goes to turn around to see her pussy, right? Because you're going to see it. You got to turn around. So he turns around to look at it and I get fucking pissed at him. And so then I turn around and what do I see? Like her pussy, her legs spread and I see a tampon string hanging out. <laughs> I was like, you deserve it. <laughs> Now, I thought at the time, oh my God, that must have been instant turn off. But I don't know. Probably not. Do you know what I mean, guys? Would that turn you off? Like a gorgeous hot girl with a perfect body laying there totally spread eagle. You see your pussy and then you see a tampon string hanging out. I don't know. I thought, oh, see, that's what you get. Have fun. <laughs> but he was probably still turned on anyway. So that was my nudie experience. There were people, though, that would walk around and be lurchers. They called them, like, what would they call them, sitters or something? I don't know. They were like the solo guys that would just walk around and you'd be like sitting there with your partner and you'd be naked and they just plant themselves and they would have like clothes on and they're just like staring at you. Those people were not welcome at the nude beach. So if you're thinking about going to one as a solo guy because you want to catch a glimpse of a hot chick spread eagle naked with a tampon string in her, don't do it. People are very anti. It's there's there's flags there that say go naked or go home and don't go as a solo guy and sit next to a couple and try and check out people naked. You're not welcome there. That's the way the nudie world works. <laughs> anyway, next confession. Try to make this as quick as possible. In 2017, I was released from prison from doing uh, four years, five months. I get out. I haven't been with anybody about four or five months down the line. My friend asked me if I would like to go to a gangbang. I'm like, go to a gangbang? Yeah, go to a gangbang? I mean, do you know this chick? He's like, yeah, she's one of my friends. About once a month, she throws a little gangbang. They earn some extra money for she's a single mom and stuff. I said, well, whatever. Is she cool? He's like, yeah, she's cute. Let's go. So party started at 8 o'clock. We got there about 9, 9.30. I was nervous. We get there. He just lets himself in. Doors unlocked. And we hear her in the back just getting fucking railed. So we go back there, take a peek, and basically there's two black guys and there's two white guys, and they're just tad team. They got all of her holes filled. They're written all over her body, body writing, humiliator, BBC cunt, slave bitch, whore, come come dumpster, just shit like that all over. And they were fucking talking shit to her. It's a rough gangbang almost. There was some slapping going on. It wasn't too hard, but it was across the face. Kind of made me like feel weird. Fingers down her throat, but she was a champ. She seemed like she enjoyed all of it. And then uh, we took our clothes off. And my boy tells me, go ahead, go jump in. So we go over there and uh, I pull my shit out. I get naked. I pull my thing out. She starts jacking me off. She's like, ooh, more. And long story short, I was so turned on. And I think I basically fell in love with this girl right then and there. I've always liked a girl or a woman who knows what she wants and who's also proud of what she is. I like sluts, and I like sluts that don't hide that they're sluts. I like a girl whose pussy is nice and broken. I'd rather have it too loose and too tight. And her being like that, it just excited me. So after everybody, after we were all done, she took a shower. Or we, all, we started taking showers. My boy was visiting. The other guys left. I think one other guy showed up after we did. But anyways, my boy... We, we sat there and visited for a few minutes, and her and me hit it off real good. She was real cool down to earth, and there was definitely an attraction between both of us. So my boy hopped in the shower, and then I asked her, hey, when he gets out of the shower, can I just tell him to leave? Would you mind if I hung out for a little while and he get to know you some more? And she's like, what, you starting to like me? I told him, maybe more than that, I might be starting to fall in love with you. I told her that on the first date, and basically she laughed. She's like, you don't love me. I was like, you have no clue what I like. So my boy ended up getting a shower. I told him, go ahead, take off without me. I was going to hang out for a while. He laughed, and her and me went back to the bedroom. And, yeah, and just had our fun. She enjoyed the fact that I went down on her as soon as we went back to the bedroom alone, even though that she hadn't showered yet. And I told her that basically, don't even trip. Whatever happens, happens. I have no rules. So I move in with her. There's no gangbangs like I thought there was going to be all the time. There is nice, crazy sex, and she doesn't mind if we record it or live stream it. 
But real quick, she flips the role on me and tries to become dominant during a live stream, that thing we were doing, like a little webcam thing. And basically, she whispered in my ear and she told me, go with, just go with the baby, you know? So I did. There's a lot of degrading going down, going on. She called me a fucking bitch and a fucking, how, like, cock is worthless and how fucking, you know, uh, I, I met her at a gangbang, but, you know, we've been together for four months already. And ever since then, she's refused to let me participate in the gangbang. And little did I know that she's still been having her gangbang just while I was at work. And then she'd be like, oops, he just found out now. I forgot to tell him, you know. I didn't know if she was joking or playing or not. Come to find out, she was real about it. And basically, she kept that role with me. She kept me, she kept me turning more and more feminine and keeping me that way. Sending me to work in a cock, a little cock cage, just stuff like that. So she would send me pictures of her and little quick videos of her during things around my work. I asked why I couldn't be around anymore. And basically, she said, because she didn't want me to. That my cock was worthless anyways. And all I would do would embarrass her. I asked her if I could just sit back and watch. She refused to let me do that. She said I didn't make enough money and I had to take off if I didn't do something about it. So I became a fucking truck driver. Now I'm on the road, I don't know, maybe eight to ten days a week before I come back home for a day or two. She loves it. And the reason she loves it is because almost daily or every other day or every couple of days, she'll send me pictures of her getting fucked or come coming out of her pussy or all over her face. I never get to see the guys. I get to see their dick half the time. But, or she'd actually call me a couple times and put the phone down, but dialed me. I don't know if it was on purpose or not. And I would listen to her getting fucked. And when she did that, she would, I just heard a lot of talking shit about me. You know, you fucked me better than my husband. Maybe you should move in. We'll move him into the other bedroom. And he continued to pay rent while you fucked me every night or you continued how to fuck me. And So basically, she's cheating on me. And what do I do? I ask her to marry me. So we get married. She fucks the photographer on our, our wedding night before I even fucked him, or before I even fucked her. Well, she messed around with him, and then we both fucked her, but he still got to go with the pussy before I did. And our one-year anniversary is coming up, and she tells me that for our anniversary, if I want, we can go to Vegas again. And she'll make my fantasy come true, which is watching her with black guys during a gangbang. And if I was lucky, I might be able to clean up. But she warned me that it was going to be degrading and I was going to be humiliated if, if that's what I wanted. So I don't know how ready I am for that. Okay. Oh, my God. There's so much to unpack here. <laughs> okay. First of all, in the beginning, when he first called in, he said so many things that I was like, you know what? We got to give him an F and pass for all the me too words that he used and all the shit he said that you're like, dude, have you been watching the news? Like, Slut this, whore that. I don't know. I was like, but you know what? This guy, this poor guy's been in prison since 2017. So he doesn't know that you, there are so many words that are off the table. Okay. So I give him a pass for that. Okay. Once I could get past that kind of stuff in the beginning, I just found the story's so interesting because, <laughs> I mean, more so towards the end. I mean, he's like explaining all this stuff, like it gets to the gangbang and then all that degrading stuff written on her and she's being degraded. And like by the end of the story, she's looking to degrade him. It, it, did, you, did you catch that? It's interesting, right? Like maybe she's like trying to get back at you and all the guys that have been degrading her the whole time she's been getting gangbang. Like something's going on there. I've had discussions about degrading stuff before on my show. Listen, I, and I did this a long time ago. It was kind of like I did a jizz quiz actually. And it was all about, would you want someone to like jizz on your face? And do you like jizzing on girls face? Cause I would quiz all the guys I knew and I knew which ones hated girls and I knew which ones really liked them. The ones that hated their mommies hated women and the ones that loved their mommies loved women. <laughs> so I'd always ask my friends who hated their mommy whether they like to jizz on girls' faces. And across the board, they were always like, yeah. And one of my friends was like, oh, yeah, and my two favorite things to do is like jizz on a girl's face. And the other one is like, fuck her in the ass and then put my dick in her mouth. So 
<laughs> I mean, come on. Like, basically what you're doing is you're making a girl eat shit and that turns you on. So there's no way you liked your mom. You hate your fucking mom and now you're taking it out on your poor girl. Because, you know, and uh, the girl that likes that, something's going on there. I don't know. That's just my opinion. Maybe a little de- degrading between lovers is one thing. I don't know. I don't know. But I do think like this poor girl that's going and having words written all over her and all these guys are degrading her and then she's like flipping the switch with her husband. I mean, I feel like there might be some issues going on there. And that's why she wants to degrade you. You degraded her. All these guys have been degrading her are these gangbangs. And then the funniest part, I'm sorry to whoever this is that confessed, but you know me, you know my show. I just tell you what I fucking think. (laughs) The part was when... First of all, he's talking about how he met her at the gangbang and he fell in love with her in one second and then she's fucking all these guys and she's sending him pictures while he's away and all this stuff. And then he's like, you know, she's been cheating on me for so long. Okay, <laughs> what do you mean cheating on you? Like, uh, what? Like, if she was cheating on you, the first picture of her fucking somebody else would be like a discussion. Like, you're fucking cheating on me, stop it! I mean, if she's sending you constant pics of what she's doing and calling you up and everything's fine, and then you, <laughs> and then he's like, "So you know what I did? I fucking asked her to marry me." <laughs> I don't know. I love this guy. <laughs> Don't you? I mean, there's something so likable about and like interesting to me. I think I like him because he's so opposite me, right? I mean, I would just be like red flags galore, run the fucking opposite way. I run away from people that don't even have red flags because I overthink things. This guy is just like walking into the fire. And there's something about that kind of person that I always... (laughs) like you know I think wow you got you are so different than me I I I appreciate it I appreciate the fact that he asked her to marry him and then he talks all about the photographer now somebody called in and gave me a confession about his wife fucking the photographer and how he backed her into the corner and got that whole thing down I have a feeling this is the same person I don't know but anyway I hope you enjoyed that confession I did it was fascinating. So anyway, next confession. My name is Jordan. I have a interesting story. I'm a Jehovah's Witness. Technically, I'm Jehovah's Witness. I don't believe in the faith anymore. I've been married for about 15 years. And recently, I mean, I have a good sex life with my marriage, but basically my wife is really controlling in the bedroom. And we only have sex when she wants to. And so recently I've decided to fulfill my fantasy of reaching out to couples because I've always had that kind of a kink. And I found a couple, an older couple. She's 55 and he is 65. And I'm into both of them. And I have a, I don't know, they say it's a cuck sort of a thing. For me, they want me to be the cuck, but I, I actually feel like he's the cuck and not the other way around. But I meet up with him often, and I have sex with him and his wife, and we have a really good time. Aside from that, just I'd like to get the message out about sexual repression, and I also want to get the information about the XJW community out out to the masses, because there's a lot of sexual repression in that organization, and there's a lot of bad shit that goes on. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Podcast. There is definitely a lot of sexual repression in the Jehovah Witness community. I've had a couple of Jehovah Witnesses on my show, and when they talk about how sex is uh, talked about and dealt with in their community, it's super interesting. There's a lot of episodes on it, but this guy, I mean, there's no sexual repression with him. (laughs) Oh, my God. He's not a cuck. He's a bull. The husbands are the cucks. He did say in there, oh, and I sleep with the husband and the wife so I'm assuming he's bi I don't know we didn't get really into it this is somebody that I should have probably had on my show I don't know I'm um, not sure that he did but listen a guy that is hooking up with couples for me is a dime a dozen <laughs> but the fact that he's cheating on his wife I mean whether you're Jehovah Witness or not it's not cool to cheat I do have cheaters on my show because I do like to show situations and explain to people why people cheat but when it's like a confession like this you're just getting a real small snippet of somebody's life I want to know the whole story like why are you cheating on your wife and why are you fucking these other couples and are you going to tell her about it like I have a million questions for this guy don't you or are you just jealous of him (laughs) thanks confession this is the strictly 
Hey, Kathy. My name is Mike, and I listen to your show often. I'm 30 years old, and I am going through some stuff, so I figured I would call and get your opinion on it. The current state we are in, I am tattooing myself. Me and my wife, we are, or my wife and I, we are quite tattooed. Most of them are done professionally. However, I had this idea to tattoo the word small above my penis, and it it looks good. I'm proud of it, but it's a commitment to the lifestyle, I guess you would say. Backstory of my wife is 27. I had begged her and begged her and begged her to have sex with a dude with a bigger dick, which I know you know all about. I listen to your show. It seems to be a very popular topic these days. When she did get back from doing that, initially it turned me on that we had sex like crazy three, four, five times a day. And then the next day, I was so mad about it because I was feeling some kind of feeling I never felt before. And it took me two years to convince her to do it one more time, just try it one more time. And so she did. The compromise was she would do it with a guy that she used to have sex with before meeting me when she was first out of high school, when she was working at a store far away from me. And he and her had had a relationship, like sexually, a few times beforehand. Last night, two nights ago, so Friday night, Friday night, my wife and him fuck at our house for their second time with me present. And it's awesome. I enjoy it. I'm in my cage. They fuck. She'll suck my dick while he fucks her. It's just a whole good scenario. It's a comfortable scenario. It's a clusterfuck scenario. So figuring all of it out, it's easy. At least you don't have to feel like pressured or anything. It's all understood. She doesn't enjoy having sex with him because it's not that big. Here's another curveball. I am bisexual. Her and I will talk about attractive men. I have sex with men occasionally. I'll go on Grinder and meet up with people. There's only been two people that I've met there so far. One, we jokingly call Grandpa because he's older. I'm not going to say he's old because he's around your age, which is around my mom's age. And obviously, I'm 20 years from y'all's age, so like I'm approaching it. So I'm not going to call him Grandpa or old man, but he's older. And then the other dude I had sex with was a dude maybe five or six years older than me who was a married man. That was really, that was hot. It was super hot. He was big. He fucked really dirty, and it was really good. And it turns out my wife and I both had the same interest in it. So it took quite some time to convince her to do it again, which we did. Now we're having sex with that guy from the store. She used to work at the chip man, and he's a little bit older than we are. And so after that, she kept telling me, she's like, I just want someone, not not him, not the old man. It's not that big. It's not that big. We with multiple doors at the house. I don't, I prefer, honestly, I prefer two of them. I prefer the seven inch one, and then I also prefer the nine inch one. I myself, I'm only five inches, which I know is average, which I know is a lot bigger than a lot of guys with small, small penises. However, it's really not a big penis. And when I have sex with men, I wouldn't enjoy having sex with them as much at all if it's not thick and long. So I was like, okay, well, so she dated this, she didn't date, she had sex with this Kiki. I don't want to say geeky because that's totally very incorrect. A computer gaming type person, but his dick is huge, as they always are. Anyway, she's been craving having sex with him again recently. And I told him, I was like, I told her, y'all can do it at the house. I just want to be there, blah, blah, blah. But then I realized, I was like, I don't want them to do it at the house because I don't like this guy. I like the guy that comes over now, but I don't like that guy. So yesterday, a day after she cockled me, she was a hot wife. And because I told her, I was like, I'd rather have sex with him, not at the house, I don't care, but whatever. And she said it was amazing. He came four times. I enjoy sharing my story. All right, thank you so much. Oh my God, funniest part of this whole confession. <laughs> I know they're not supposed to be funny, but this was funny to me when he was like, the guy was so old, we wanted to call him a grandpa, but I won't call him a grandpa because he's around your age. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the truth is, if I had a kid when I was young, like at the appropriate age, or a little bit too young, young, like too young to have a baby, I would be a grandma now, right? But instead, I have a kid who's like only eight, but I'm the mom. I'm not a fucking grandma. And people at my age aren't typically grandparents. I don't know. <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. And he's like, and I'm only 20 years younger. So if I'm 54, you're 34. But I do know that when you are young, Old people, everything is old. Old people are like anyone five years more older than you, right? That's what I remember. Like when I was in my 30s, I remember some girl coming up to me and being like, oh, my roommate likes you. And he's four, and he was 40 years old. And I'm like, 40? And he's renting? Like, I don't know. I was like, 
I just thought he was like an old man and I couldn't believe he was like still renting and he was 40 and I'm like, I don't know. I just thought it was so old. Uh, so I get that he thinks that I'm a grandma and that guy was a grandpa, but you know, he does lead a very interesting life as a cuckold, a bisexual cuckold with his girl who sometimes hot wives him. Listen, this situation sounds pretty hardcore, but he, it's got all the ingredients that the other cuckold stories have. Typically, the cuckolds love a guy that has a bigger dick. Sometimes they're bisexual. Not always. Not every cuck is in two guys, but some are. Like it was a Venn diagram and you had cuckolds and bisexual men. The two circles would not be on top of each other, but they would intersect. Here's a bisexual cuck. He does like guys with bigger dicks. It's interesting that his girl doesn't really. <laughs> That's the other ingredient that this story has that other couples that have open relationships have, which is sometimes it's very hard to get and find a partner who you both are attracted to. She likes that nerdy computer guy. He's not into him. So he lets her go out and fuck him when she's not there. That's pretty cool. If you have that kind of solo thing going, that works in situations like this. Because I think a lot of times when couples are like, we have to play together and they want to play together, the biggest hurdle to them actually being able to play with other people is finding a couple that they're both interested in. And a lot of times couples who are open like that don't get a lot of action because they don't meet up with people who there's chemistry across the board. So it's great that this couple allows each other to play solo. I personally am always afraid of solo play you are leaving a window of opportunity open for your partner to go and fall for somebody else. I have some cuckold gone wrong stories. <laughs> you should listen to those. I love a gone wrong stories, but I love a gone right story. It doesn't mean that every couple that plays solo fails. I have tons of couples who play solo and are successful. And that's why I like to show both sides of things, the ones that aren't successful and the ones that are, because it is a slippery slope and it's a dangerous thing to do. But if you listen to all the episodes, the ones that end well and the ones that don't, you will realize what to do and what not to do. I don't know enough about this guy's story to know whether what they're doing solo could lead to something bad because this is just like a little snippet. I love these confessions, but the reason why I like doing my show and doing it for an hour is because when I have that hour, I get to really pick the whole story apart. And then you see a much different picture a lot of times when you ask a million questions. That's what my show's all about. I hope you enjoy these confessions. I think they're super interesting. This one was super naughty. I mean, you just can't make this shit up. Hey everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening.